Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to our community. So excited to be here today with my special guest, Molly Cruzen Bishop, who I know many of you in the I've Decided family <laughs> know very well. She's an active member. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to remind everybody that we're coming to you from the I've Decided studios, and this podcast, our community, is sponsored by I've Decided and the Greater Peoria Family YMCA where I am employed um, and happy to be a part of. And I'm just excited to be here today, Molly, and to learn a little bit more <laughs> about you and to have a conversation with you about this weekly winning word of lucid. You know, it's, it's always Good interesting one. when Kim comes up with these words. I know. And I know she doesn't make them up, but when she... And I'm, I Sometimes always have to, we think she does. Yeah, she does. I always have They're to real. think... I'm not sure I know what that word means, yes. right? Because some of them are so rarely used, <laughs> right? But there's always a connection. Oh, and we're absolutely. just, we're just going to have an opportunity yeah, to talk well, about that. But before we do, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself in case there's anybody out there who sure. doesn't know who Molly Cruzen Bishop is. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. First of all, I'm happy to come yep. and love promoting I've Decided, love um, interacting with uh, other I've Decided members. Sure. So that's great. Um, I am. I studied with Cindy Bird and Kim uh, for over a year and uh, earned my life coach certification with I've Decided in end of January of awesome. this year. And then I've been working with someone that I coach um, since that time. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's been a, it's been a big blessing in my life and yeah. um, I love paying it forward and I look mm -hmm. forward to um, many more years yep. of, of what's to come. Yep. I would imagine that, you know, being a life coach, right. And, and you think about that, you're, you're helping someone else, but there's all, when you're doing that, there's always so many rewards that you get back, you know, yourself right. through that process. Oh yeah. Like, like, well, when I first started in January of, I guess, 2021, um, uh, <clears throat> with my, with getting coached, yeah. oh my gosh, like I had so many goals. Um, I had so many <clears throat> things that I had wanted to accomplish and knock off my list. And, um, sure enough, the, 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 you know, you're able to learn with those 10 pieces of the puzzle, how to focus and yeah. just get clear, linear, as, as linear as we can in this imperfect world, right. as clear cut of a line to get from point A to point B. Mm. If you put the time in and you do the work, mm. you're most likely going to get the yeah. results that you're working for. Now, obviously, it's not perfect. No, nothing's perfect because we're, sure. we're up in heaven. But, right, right. but as far as here, um, I just started accomplishing one goal and then another and then another. And some and it's a personal <clears throat> we're a personal development company. But it's been able to help me professionally yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so, That's awesome. you know, you can have anything from weight loss to uh, are you living lukewarm? Do you want to figure out what your dreams are? Do, some people don't even know what their dreams yeah. are. They yeah. don't even know what they want. Yeah. Um, so a couple conversations with Kim and or one of us uh, can help you quickly get to the yeah. heart of what you're wanting to do. Yeah. So you've, you're, you've had the opportunity to be on both sides of the table, right? Yes. Being coached by somebody in the I've decided community. And now you're a coach helping others in the I've decided community. I think that oh. that's really cool. You have an interesting perspective. <laughs> I'm sure. I do. And I think honestly, and I think Kim and other coaches would attest to this is that, um, we should be coachable our entire lives mm. until the day that I don't take a breath on this yeah. earth. I want to be coachable and I want to help others with yeah. what I know, yeah. paying it forward and also improving who I am mm -hmm. and, and learning from those around yeah. me. 
Yeah, I, I think that's really important. The 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 um, the ability to be coached, oh, yeah. right, is important. And in my mind, I always go to athletics because I do a <laughs> lot of that. But that is so relevant to our everyday life too. You have to be coachable, right? Because there's always something for us to learn, oh, yeah. right? And and we always make mistakes, and and we have to be able to 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 lean into others to help us get over some of those challenges. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and go to the word of the week, lucid, which yeah. is actually, that's something that I use. It's a word I use all the time Do because you? I have very lucid dreams. <laughs> 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 we talked about it Monday with our coaches confabulation uh, yeah. Monday morning. Um, and I'm like, Oh yeah. I said, I never even thought the way I dreamt was even different because, but like I have dreams where I can touch things and smell things really? and walk around. And I just thought it was normal. And, um, you know, and then talking to other people, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not quite such a normal thing, but for me it is. And then <clears throat> a lot of times I'll have what I call a vision. Like mm -hmm. I had a vision of a historic 5k and it was around 2016. And I thought, oh, I need to do a historic 5k for, for Peoria. <laughs> mm. And then, um, and then I started working for uh, central Illinois landmarks foundation and I talked to them. It was the first event mm -hmm. I ever did on my own. And I said, let's do a whiskey baron run and walk. <laughs> and then, so those visions can come in dreams mm -hmm. or when you're daydreaming or right. just praying or planning and following through on those things. Um, I think having that clear vision yeah. is what, goes from the dreaming process when you're sleeping yep. to when you're awake and then taking action on those mm -hmm. um, goals and dreams. Yeah. So yep. It's a great word. But, but <laughs> I agree. It is a great word. And the definition is simple, right? And you've kind of explained it. It's clearly expressed, easily understood. Uh, and, I, and, you know, for me, when, when I first saw the word, um, I had to think about it for a minute. What does that even mean? <laughs> right? You hear, you've seen it throughout your life, you've probably used it at different times, but I'm not even sure I've used it in the right context when I put the definition to it. So I wonder if there's other folks out there that even are challenged with that too. But, you know, Kim wrote a great article this week. Oh yeah. You know, and she always does. And, you know, six, six questions, right. That you need to, that I think we really need to reflect on to help us become more lucid and doing that in the framework of helping to define our success and understand. And like you said, some people don't even know what it is they're trying to achieve. Right. Oh, I know. Absolutely. And if you don't have that, that, you know, goal in mind, how, how do you, how can you define success if you don't have a, at least established a goal? Oh yeah. Like, well, let's start with the first question. It's what makes your heart smile? What yeah. gives you that deep warmth feeling of peace and joy and, mm -hmm. and, or a spark. Mm -hmm. And um, that is the best way. Um, I love there's an expression and I've seen it in memes. Um, the things that you're good at or the things that bring you joy aren't by accident. Yeah. So you can start with that. Right. What personally makes you happy? Do you love eating at certain kinds of restaurants? Do you um, like cooking? Do you like sewing? Like what you can take just the most everyday things right. and start with that. And then maybe find a way to connect a bigger yep. dream or accomplishment with that. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've tried to do is with history. History is my passion yep. over, over everything other than God and my family mm -hmm. <laughs> and connecting and teaching people about history. Um, so I try to connect it in and I've been able to do that with quite a few things that I do, yeah. not everything. But, you know, it's and it makes 
you know, they say you're lucky. If you do things you love, it's not like you're working. So. Right. Yeah. So I think I, it's really important to find out what makes your heart smile. Yeah. I grew up in a, in a household where, um, you know, my father modeled the, the, the actually the challenge of doing something he didn't love. Right. Okay. And being able to experience, and I was able to see that and he great man, you know, worked his butt off for, for many years, going to be 80 this year and lived a great life. But you knew what that looked like, right? Of have, going to a job every day that you didn't necessarily love, right? But it provided for what your family needed and all of those things. And it was great. And, and so I learned at an early age to really think about that, right? And, and I think you said something earlier about, you know, taking time to understand and appreciate what it is that you do love and makes oh. you feel good, what makes your heart smile. And I, I think that's really hard to do in today's world. It, just to take time to get away from all the distractions. You know, we all have the cell phones and, mm -hmm. and you've got a large family you got to care for and all of those things. And it's really hard to take that time and just separate yourself from all of those distractions and really think about what is it that does make me happy? Because I don't think I take enough time to really think about that. <laughs> and that's a challenge in itself. It is. And it's it's honestly, the older I get, I just turned 50 a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And the, the older I get, the faster time flies by. I think it's a universal thing. True. I'm telling you, a month is like a day. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important for me, especially um, setting that example mm -hmm. for my kids. I When I started writing about 10 years ago, I wanted to go all in with no fears or mm. just walk through the fears. Cause of course we always have fear. Sure. Um, I wanted them to be able to follow their dreams and say, Hey, you know what? Well, I made a goofball of myself on this podcast. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not afraid to go get interviewed on a, you know, about in this historic house or whatever it is that, you know, mm -hmm. I end up getting myself into yeah. <laughs> with the media. Cause they always find, find the things that we're doing. Right. Um, and, and so I think, yeah, it's, it's important now more than ever living in this high tech, answer everybody wants your everything all the time right. no turn off no boundaries right. um it's more important than ever that we stop and take those mm -hmm. hikes walk by the river yep. play with your dog go swimming with your kids read that book um yep. and then and sitting you know having those warm just down times that's when you get your answers yeah i think you're right for sure you, and you have to be intentional about that <laughs> So yeah. it, 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 it's an important question, but you've got to allow the time for that to really develop, I think, in your mind and in your heart, too, so that you fully understand what that means. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. The word intentional and lucid together, that, you know, it's very, very, those are, that's a strong combination mm. because, you know, I know I have several events coming up in the next few weeks. I have to be very intentional mm. <laughs> and very lucid with that I'm getting my a downtime or my alone time mm. every day, a certain yeah. amount, minimum half an hour, wow. um, and hopefully two to three hours, um, which is hard to do yep. when we're all working and have families. Mm -hmm. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. So true, true. <laughs> Practice makes perfect, it right? It does. So, so the next point or the next question, I guess, is um, around understanding what makes you feel good about yourself. Right. Yeah. Which kind of dovetails with the first point it of does, what makes yeah. your heart smile. But what makes you feel good about yourself? How yeah. do you evaluate that? Yeah, that that is definitely. Yeah, that's something because, um, you know, my generation, at least my house, I was raised. You weren't supposed to talk about 
yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it just wasn't, right. oh, right. you know, be, oh, humble, be, humble, right? be humble, yeah, humble, be humble, have humility, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But I like the bottom part of that statement where it says understanding what makes you feel good about yourself helps define your success. That's right. So that's where I can connect with on that, that right. particular statement is we've, a lot of us, especially through, I've decided love helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the more you help, the better you feel. And then that just is an, uh, yep. uh, an energy boomerang and you get that back. Yep. I mean, people, it, karma seems like such a, it's such a goofy word karma, but what you put out, you really do get back a lot in mm-hmm. life. So being good and, yeah. you know, helping others. Um, yeah. And I think, I think, I think, you know, when you, when you know what it is that makes you feel good, right. And then you intentionally seek out opportunities to fulfill that feeling. That's where the alignment comes in, I think, right? Is number one, you got to know. And number two is what are you doing to create more of that feeling within yourself? Right. And when you're doing that, I think that's when that's going to drive you towards being more successful. Because yeah. you're being, in, we use the word a lot, you're being intentional. Intentional right? and you're clear, really, yeah. lucid. No, yeah, yep. exactly. <clears throat> yep. Um, the third question that she came up in an article was about uh, what makes you feel like you're being helpful, right? How do you, what makes you feel like you're being, being helpful? Um, and I think, you know, you need to know that what you're doing is impacting others positively right you're, oh, yeah. you're giving um you've, you've talked about it earlier um that clearly makes you feel like you're being helpful when you know that or whether it's coaching you know you're a life coach and you're you're supporting somebody else volunteering at your church or whatever it is you you've got to find those opportunities where you're providing help for others Oh yeah, and it and I love the part where it says contributing within your own sphere of influence too. Yes. That's a big thing. Using your own personal platforms, mm-hmm. um, whether it be your your family, or the yep. YMCA, mm-hmm. or a magazine. I write for Construction Beauty magazine, or you know, just there's a lot of different. You know, I've decided. Um, and Wait, then, there's a magazine that's Construction Beauty. Construction Beauty Magazine. Wow. It's a locally local based magazine, about a year old. Mm-hmm. It's all local women writers. Cool. <laughs> um, and so I get to use that um, to interview women. Kim was I interviewed with Kim Martin yep. in January, and I think I interviewed with uh, Cindy Bird in May. Cool. And most recently, um, Nikki Romaine from Arts Reenvisioning Tomorrow. Know. So I'm able to connect within my sphere yeah. of circle mm-hmm. and help show others about them as well. Yep. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing. Yep. Yeah, and when you're helping others, that's fulfilling. Oh, so fulfilling. Right? And that, yeah. there's a lot of joy that comes from that. I think um, serving the needs of others and helping them out, and I think through that process helps us understand a little bit better about you know what what makes us happy, what's going to help us be successful. Oh yeah, and then with the coaching and mentoring, um, most recently we had um, the president and CEO of the local. Um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Oh, okay. I think her name was Jamie True Love. Yeah, True Love. Yep. Wow. That was a dynamic speech. Um, I'm not able to give the time right now, but I'm I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like that that seed was planted and I'm like, what a wonderful thing they do for 400 plus yeah. uh, children here in central Illinois mm-hmm. and all across the country since there's, I think she said 200 locations. Um, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's where coaching and mentoring literally get somebody from you know, fourth grade, graduating to high school and into the next realm or the next session of life. 
Um, so, yeah. it, like, you know, and but that doesn't negate all the little things, you mm. know, whether it's writing an interview, sharing, or uh, being, I'm not sure what your role is at the YMCA. I'm the CEO. So you're the CEO. So being in charge of that or being yeah. in charge of the Big Brothers Big Sisters, yeah. um, we all do our part to help others yeah. um, get success. Yep. Yeah. So, well. so let's talk about joy. Um, cause that's the next piece that came up in Kim's <laughs> yes. article is what understanding, what brings you joy. Yes. Right. And, and joy, I, I think Kim did a good job of framing this up in an article. It's, it's bigger than being happy, right? Cause happy is temporary, Yes. right? We can be happy about a lot of things, but those are usually, I think she, she described as a fleeting moment, right? Yeah. It's brief. Joy is constant. I think, right? Yes. You're always feeling good about it. So uh, it's a state of mind, I think is how she phrased it in the article. And making sure that you're understanding what gives you that feeling. Oh, yeah. Um, I love it where it says living with a joy joyful spirit is a big part of a successful life. Some of us are born. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that are just kind of born with a you know happy-go-lucky sure. or more positive um outlook on the world yep, sure um or some of us have to work at it some of us <laughs> are born some grumpy. Of them, like my husband <laughs> who he's the nicest honestly the nicest person i've ever met in my life but to be in a state of joy that peace yeah. um he's constantly working really hard you know and mm-hmm. um so yeah so joy uh it, it's a it's a choice too yeah. it's an intentional it choice as well so choice. you can have that joyful spirit I think Kim Martin is definitely a good example of someone who has that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I do a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then well, you she have could to make the choice her, when the times her are Her joyful spirit, put it in a pill. Others, <laughs> we would it, love that. <laughs> that would be magic, right? Yes, but it is. It's not fleeting. It's a peace right. and a calm. Right, and it's a. I, I really think you hit the nail on the head. It's a choice. It is a choice. Right? Of we intent. have a choice every day of whether we're going to be happy which is temporary or joyful even, or just be grumpy, right? And things happen all day long. And, you know, there's a a staff member at the Y that just had a situation bubble up at home um, with some things that that went awry at his home. And, you know, the perspective that he shared with me was really great. And that's what it was. He's like, I can either choose to be mad about this or I can choose to just deal with it and understand that it's going to be better once we take care of all these things, right? Oh, so yeah. it's a choice. And every choice. time that we're we're given a challenge in life, we have a decision to make. Either we're gonna push forward and tackle that challenge with a joyful spirit or a happy mindset, or we can let it beat us up and become grumpy. And we know we're gonna get through it better if we take the 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 prior, right? And choose a joyful response. Yes. And I think living in our society during this exact time period with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. I think it's more important than ever that we have to ch- wake up no mm-hmm. matter what's what circumstances are going on yep. and try to choose that joy. Yep. And and if you get knocked down, which you always will, always, yeah. The quicker you get back up. I think it's get knocked down 7 times, get up 8. Yeah. And that is, you know, and the the more of us that show that examples to other, um, mm. hopefully our children, our mm. grandchildren and peers will follow that example yeah. of just keep getting back up. Yeah, um, you can't let the failure define who you are. It's the response to the failure, right? Because oh, yeah. we all fail every day. 
and no matter what we're doing, whether we're playing sports or at work or we're at home as a parent or sibling or child or whatever, we're going to fail. It's what do we do to recover from the failure? That defines who we are as an individual. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's a, you know, there's this, this author, um, her name was Corey Ten Boom. Okay. And she was a victim. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I, my dad was served in World War II, okay. so it was one of my things that I read about sure. a lot and caught my attention with history. I believe that uh, she and her family helped hide and escape. You know, Jews. Okay. She wasn't Jewish or something. Oh, okay. I don't think, but she did end up in a concentration camp. And her sister said, you know, she was get, starting to get hateful and angry. Of course, I can't mm. even imagine that yeah. kind of dire situation. Right. And her sister's like, "No, Corey, don't hate." God is always love. And so she was able to persevere. She was able, you know, um, so, you know, that's obviously a bit extreme, but um, the depth of that, um, Mm -hmm. we can, if if someone can go through that and still choose joy, Mm -hmm. um, we can definitely choose joy. We certainly can when we get a flat tire. Yes. (laughs) Or a car breaks down. Yes. Or or it's overheating. Or or the electric bill comes in (laughs) twice as much as it was the prior month. Yes, exactly. It it is what it is. That seems to be a new one. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly one that's... It's in the front of my mind right now. I know. We're part, we live out in the country, so we're part propane tank and part electric, but even ours was quite a bit higher and we haven't really had to worry about it up until yeah. now. But so you just have one. to, you have to adjust, right? You have to live with it. You're not going to change yes. it. You got to, you got to choose to take yes. the joyful response yes. and all those things. <laughs> and I think that, that that's a big part of being successful, right? Is being intentional and choosing your attitude. Oh, it is. And then holding that clear lucid vision in mind and and knowing you're going to get from point a to point b right if you do the work every day right you will nine times out of ten that's what's going to happen for sure so the the next the next question um that kim encouraged us to think about is what understanding what energizes what gives you energy right what is it that just gets you excited and it if you can align your actions with those feelings and understand you know, from a goal mindset of what it is that's going to give you that energy and excitement, then I think you're going to be much more likely to be successful. You know, you know, think about what gives you the motivation. Oh, yeah. For me, um, I would say when I am I, I on my very first business card before I ever published, before I ever did anything, I wrote I wrote out my of who I was already. Okay. And one of the words was storyteller. Ah. And author, storyteller, motivational speaker. Nice. And that was about 10 or 12 years ago. <laughs> and I designed the card myself and I made up a quote on it. And the quote was, discover all the aspects of your soul and let the world deal with it, mm. whatever you find. Mm. And um, so it's being a storyteller and encouraging others um, is definitely something that motivates me. Whether mm. I'm telling a story, you know, about you know, motivation or history mm-hmm. or um, whatever it is, a coaching, definitely it comes in coaching, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like the part in this one where it says, remove the energy suckers. Yeah. <laughs> we all have So those. we can't avoid them all the time, but you can have, min- you know, you can, mm-hmm. you can be intentional and lucid about how often you're going to allow that energy around yep. you. Cause sometimes it's our family or mm-hmm. friends or neighbors so, um, and then having good people around you, that's right. Um, that's one of the number one things that I've received 
um, and huge blessings. And right. I've decided is a huge community of never-ending people who will be your cheerleader. Yeah, that's and, critically and important. It's, it's for success. Yes. And yep. hopefully I'm that for other people. As yeah. Well. I spend a lot of time talking to my kids about that. Who are you spending your time with? It, right? it, it makes up who you are. That's right. You know, it really, yep. really does. Yep. A hundred percent. And that doesn't mean we ignore or are mean or anything like that to people who are energy suckers. It just means, no. Hey, you know what? I'm going to be intentional and I'll spend half an hour with you. Right. And I'm not spending my whole, whole day or right. whole Saturday with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because, we can still love them. It just, you know. Well, that, that negative influence <laughs> distracts us. Yeah. Right. And it gives us, um, a, a, I guess, a, a better opportunity. I'll use that phrase to, to fail, right, when we surround ourselves with yes. that. So we have to be very thoughtful and very intentional about who we're spending our time with. Yes, we do. And then the, the last question, um, and then, then we'll wrap up, is, is understanding who do you applaud, right? And this is, this is a tough one, I think. Or not necessarily tough, but I think there's, there's some context here, right? This isn't about envying what others have, but it's understanding who it is that you um, have, know in your life who has success mm -hmm. and what is it about that success that you like, right? And, and, and framing that in the perspective of, I want to be successful too. So I want to understand and learn from that individual. Um, well, for me, it definitely started with both my parents. Um, yep. Oh my goodness. Don and Joni Cruzen, they were just, I lost my mom 11 years ago and dad about 21 years ago. But the, they were just very intelligent people, very hard workers, mm -hmm. had very much empathy for others, but their, their, their love and loyalty of 53 years of marriage yeah. is what they made it to before my dad passed. And so that's the first one. And then my husband of almost 30 years, Doug, holy cow, um, yep. the stuff he's accomplished in his life. You know, you go from his childhood and then, you, and, and then I look at him now. And we grew up about five blocks apart from each other. Oh, wow. And he was always where I was. <laughs> you know, we didn't know each other that well till we were in our early 20s. But he is definitely somebody I just, I can't believe he can accomplish the things he can do. Mm. Um, and then outside of my family, um, someone, a couple people from I've decided who really, really were huge influences on me have been Kim Martin and mm. Cindy Bird and yep. Kurt White. Yep. Um, and, uh, Jackie Greer Buchanan. Um, and, and that's, that's just, that's just a few. Yep. Um, but the, the way that they are able to continually show up and continually help others yeah. and always, they're always pushing. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that train ride. I want to be always pushing and moving ahead yep. and, and rising, you know, yep. elevating as much as I can. And every day that I have on this earth. So yeah. that's, that's who uh, I, I think that, that's, a, that's a great example. And, and that's exactly what I think was, was being stated in the article is understanding who that is, what it is they're doing that, that you like, that you would like to emulate mm -hmm. or have some of that similar success and how they go about doing that. Mm -hmm. So leaning into those individuals and, and using that as motivation for yourself, yes. I think is critically important. So well, this has been good conversation. I appreciate <laughs> you being here and joining us. And I, I think you have a book that's coming out, I don't do. you, that we want to talk talk with people about. Tell us about that. I would love to. Um, so I um, have been uh, working behind the scenes. <laughs> um, so I've, I've self-published two books. Uh, one was a children's book called Serendipity Song. 
And the second one was a historic nonfiction called mm. Footprints of Our Forefathers, oh, wow. um, which is about um, my ancestors' treks from Europe and Eastern United States and how they ended up in Peoria in the early wow. with another lady named Lisa Gavin. Um, and then uh, this one, I was able to get a contract with a Reedy Press, Reedy Publishing in St. Louis. Okay. Um, and it's a book called 100 Things to Do in Peoria Before You Die. Oh boy! And they have been doing this book. The YMCA. Um, on that list? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> um, but I was able to get a lot of you know because it's not just the hundred vignettes; it's a lot of side mentions yeah. and tips and itineraries. Um, but it's really funny because um, I was able to get the gig. So we say um, uh, the daughter of somebody that went to grade school with my husband and I at St. Mark's. My husband was one year older. Okay. Um, her daughter worked at Reedy Publishing in St. Louis and said, Mom, they were, her mom was from Peoria. Hey, do you know any history writers or anybody in Peoria who's a cheerleader for Peoria? And she's like, yeah, Molly, Doug's, Doug's wife, Molly does. And that's how I got the contract last cool. year. And it comes out October 1st, and I should have it in hand November 1st. I'm booking events starting november 1st and on okay um i have to do a minimum of five hopefully i'll just do them for a whole year and just yeah. have a lot of fun promoting tons and tons of great things about peoria um, 100 things to do in peoria before in you peoria die before oh they've done die. this book in over 100 cities for over a decade so really? i'm i'm part of a thing a, a well-oiled machine yeah and i'm so blessed to be able to um you know have have made that connection you That's know really and cool. It was definitely divine design because <laughs> um, it could have been another. There's we have tons of great writers here in Central yeah, Illinois. So, sure. um, and I definitely am a cheerleader for Peoria. Um, I'm always trying to do you know behind the scenes or where in front of the scenes, however I can do to try to make um, my wherever I I walk a little better yeah. um, and focus on the good things. Um, but there's tons of stuff. Uh, one of the fun facts is we have over 9,000 acres of parks here in Peoria. We do have a lot. 9,000 acres. That is, that stands out in the Midwest. Is that it's just Peoria huge. or are you talking That's the region? That's Peoria County. Wow. We, just Peoria Park District. I'm sorry. Yeah. Peoria Park District has over 9,000 acres of parks. And um, that's a huge park system. Yes, it and is. Um, we are so blessed. It's one of the to largest in the country, I believe. I think so. I think it's one of the top in the country. And the fact that we've been able to hold on to that green space mm -hmm. and continue to keep it. Mm -hmm. And that is a tourist. You know, people, you know, people come here. Mm -hmm. um, our history, um, the historic things in the book. Um, I love historic commerce because I like old things. I like history and I like antiques and I like um, old houses and buildings. Okay. <laughs> so our history, historic commerce, that's something else that draws people, that can draw people from around the country. Um, we're within uh, half an hour or so of Banner Marsh and yep. about less than an hour from Emmaquan. Emmaquan is on the, there's, I, I don't have it handy, it's been a while, but it's on the worldwide stage mm. of a nature site wow. of a specific kind. Um, and the fact that that's within our Peoria. Mm -hmm. um, we have Three Sisters Park that has a summer camp in the Haunted Hill, Haunted, yep. the Spider Hill. And, um, you know, tons of resources. Yes, in the yes. Region. And then we have tons. I tried to get as many local mom and pop shops in there as yeah, possible. Yeah, that's cool. So as many as I could. Probably was hard to get it to 100. <laughs> I started off when I first sat down with the list. I sat down with Kim. I sat down with my husband. And it was really within an hour or two, I had over 300 things. Yeah. And whittling it down to the top ones that would get the vignette, 
I, I had to use my gut and I had to use my insight and also what I love. So some of the things are things that I love yeah. and some are things that I just think are special to Peoria that maybe might not be my favorite, but you know, highlight Peoria. Yeah. Our uh, warehouse district, um, Connected, Cafe Santa Rosa. Those you are can't just share things. everything. You want oh, people no, no. to read oh, the book, there's right? A there's a hundred plus because some <laughs> the coffee shop. So I, I will say Cafe Santa Rosa is the lead coffee shop. I will reveal that. But that on the other page, there's a list of like seven or eight other coffee oh, shops. Okay. <laughs> so when I like so many of them, I love having, I love coffee meetings, mm -hmm. but um, you know, they're, their story and their humanitarian uh, efforts in the world um, are why I picked that particular That's cool. one. That's so, cool. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. I look no, forward thank to seeing you. that. And hopefully we made the cut. <laughs> yes. If not, we can get into volume two maybe down the road. Yes. Right? Hopefully they'll use me for volume two. <laughs> well, Molly, thanks you for joining me. Thank you. Here at I've Decided Studios and on our community. And it's been great to talk with you. you and, and it's time for us to wrap up now. But I look forward to seeing your book and maybe we'll catch you at one of these events and get a copy of it here starting in October. Is that right? Uh, yeah, November, November. first. You November. can pre-order now. So okay. I'll, I'll put it on the I've Decided page. Yeah, very so. good. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next month here on our community. Thank you.